Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. So I want to continue um, in the Word this morning. Today the topic is called How to Pray Throughout Our Day. How to Pray Throughout Our Day. And um, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just so, so loving the journey. I, I'm continually being reminded of things that I understood in the past, but probably have forgotten. I've been reminded time and time again about the, the, the power and the simplicity of prayer, uh, how when we pray, uh, God does answer our prayers, but it's not always a yes, but he does answer our prayers. I'm absolutely loving the journey. And last Sunday morning, we looked at the, uh, the, 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 the five um, steps to prayer, if you want to call it that. When we come to pray, five things that we can do. Firstly, we spend a few times carving out some time to pray during our day. And the first thing we do is we look back to the cross and we start to build an appreciation for what God's done for us, what Jesus did for us on the cross. That's the first step. The second step is that we look up to God. Um, We look up to our Heavenly Father. We challenged everyone last week. We don't start our prayers as God or Lord. How do we start our prayers? Daddy or Father. Amen? So still your homework when you come to pray this week. Don't pray uh, God, sir. Pray Daddy or Father. So we spend the second part of our prayer looking up to our Heavenly Father, thanking Him that we serve a good God. Amen. Uh, the, second, uh, the third thing that we encourage people to do is we look in. We look to Jesus living within us and we ask God to search our lives, to search our hearts, to make sure that there's no wicked thing within us, sin within us that we need to deal with. That was the third thing that we do in our time of prayer. And then the fourth thing is we look around, we ask the Holy Spirit, is there anyone that you're wanting us to serve? Is there anyone that you're wanting us to reach out to? Is there anyone in need that you're wanting to prompt us, Holy Spirit, um, about ministering or serving? And the fifth part is we look to the future. We start to bring to God our concerns, our desires, uh, the plans that we might have as well. So there are just five um, steps that we could use that we discovered last week um, that are, I believe, quite helpful if you start applying them. You know, you can hear all this stuff and not do anything about it. That makes you a hearer of the word and not a what? Doer of the word, amen. So do encourage you, if you want to get better at prayer, start not just listening to the word of God, but start applying the stuff that we're learning along the way, amen. So today we're going to look at how we pray, how we can pray throughout our day. Who has a busy day? Only Robin. (laughs) We all have busy days, amen. We're going to share some stuff this morning that I believe with technology is going to help to set us up to so, so that we can be praying throughout our day. Not just in the morning, but during the course of our day, we can pray throughout our day. And uh, we, when we look at the life of one man in the Bible, we look at the life of Paul, um, Paul in the New Testament. Paul was someone I, I'm convinced was someone that would pray continually. Paul would pray all day, constantly praying all the time. He'd be praying without ceasing. He would never stop praying. And the thought this morning is this, how do we do that? How do we pray without ceasing? How do we pray continually without stopping? Do you want to pray all day? Yeah, okay, I'm preaching to me now. I want to learn how to pray all day, amen. We're going to learn some things this morning that will help to do that. But there's a scripture here that gives us a few insights into that. It's Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. It says this. Give me a big smile, everyone. That's awesome. I love that. Listen to what it says. It says, Pray in the Spirit at all times, with all kinds of prayers, asking for everything you need 
To do this, you must be always ready and never give up, always and always pray for all God's people. There's a few thoughts, four thoughts in that that we want to look at this morning very briefly. Firstly, he says, I want you to pray in the Spirit. What does that mean, to pray in the Spirit? Well, it simply means to be open to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit might put someone on your heart. He might give you a thought uh, about a a need that you have. Whatever it may be, the first thing is to pray in the Spirit. How do you do that? You just listen to the impressions during the course of the day. Take time to say, Holy Spirit, what are you saying? The second thing he says there is pray with all kinds of prayer. Did you know that there's all sorts of different kinds of prayer in the Bible? In fact, in the book of Psalms, there's a prayer for every emotion known to woman (laughs) just kidding she's just not here amen there's a prayer for every emotion you know you might think oh i'm only going to go and pray to god when i'm happy no god wants us to come to him all the time whether we're feeling happy joyful discouraged whatever it may be and number three in this verse there it says ask for everything that you need In other words, nothing's off limit. We can pray pretty much about anything, anything that we're worried about or stressed about. I'm going to share a story in a couple of minutes' time. We can bring to God, amen, because we serve a God that is good, a God that loves us, amen, a God that wants to give us those things that we ask for as long as they're according to His will for our lives, amen. Just thought I'd put that little bit in there, amen. And the last thought is this, to always be ready, to always be ready to pray. If we're going to pray at all times to do this, we have to be ready. And what does it mean to be ready? Well, I want to say this as we dive into the main text this morning. To be ready means that we've got to have a plan. Have you got a plan to pray throughout the day? Have you a plan to pray throughout the day? That's what we're going to talk about this morning. How do you have a plan to pray throughout the day? Just before we touch on that, um, are spontaneous prayers wrong? No. Is it wrong to be spontaneous with our prayers? No, spontaneous prayers are good. When you feel the prayer in the moment, the Holy Spirit's prompting you. There's nothing like that. But the Bible does encourage us that we need a plan for our prayers. We need to think out how we pray, plan, pray, play. Couldn't get fish into that. I'll work that out though. But we need to have a plan for our prayers so just a couple of thoughts this morning there's a couple of different ways to have a plan to pray throughout our day i want to be someone that's continually praying throughout my day i'm um, a a, a busy-minded individual i'm task oriented uh, you know action go 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 to the next thing i find it just incredible to just sit down and stare at a wall I, i just that's me I've got to move but I want to learn what it means more to pray through my day and what I've discovered during the week has just so so helped me amen so the first thought is how do we pray through the day number one first thought is this keep a running conversation with God you just talk to God like I'm talking to you right now you talk like you're talking to anybody else. You just have a running conversation all during the course of the day. You don't end your prayer and say, Amen, or in Jesus' name. You just keep talking to God during the course of the day. Amen? You just keep that conversation going. <clears throat> you keep a running conversation with God. And I want to just share just this little statement here this morning. And if you don't get anything else, I hope you get this, because this is just... I just keep thinking of this and going, wow, listen to it. If you don't feel like praying, it means you're not praying what you feel. 
I'll say it again. If you don't feel like praying, it means you're not praying what you feel. God wants us to bring everything to him in prayer. In fact, listen to what it says in 1 Thessalonians 5 to 17. It says, never stop praying. In other words, pray all the time. Whether I'm feeling anxious, whether I'm feeling discouraged, whatever I might be going in, I might be on the top of the mountain, I've just pulled in that massive big kingfish. I'm woohoo! God wants me to be speaking to him all the time. So the first thought about praying throughout our day is number one, keep a running conversation with God. If you don't feel like praying, it means you're not praying what you feel. I love that thought there. Our God is so big and so awesome, we can bring anything to him. Love that. Number two, this is the second one. This is the one that really is becoming and continuing to be such a huge blessing. Number two, schedule times throughout my day. Schedule times throughout my day. I'm going to teach you something very, very simple, something that Rick Warren teaches. And as I've looked at this, it's just life-changing. And I believe that if you can get it and then do it, it's going to bring change to your world. Amen? It's going to help you to pray throughout your day. And uh, just to help you with that. You know, um, just a little bit of background. Um, in the times of the, the Roman Empire, when Rome was ruling most of the known world, uh, in villages and in communities, they would set up bell towers, right? So there'd be a big bell tower there. And the, the bell would ring in the morning to wake up. Everyone would hear the bell, they'd wake up. Then the bell would ring at uh, mid-morning. Or excuse me, the bell would then probably ring to go to work, so everyone would go to work. Then the bell would ring at lunchtime. Everyone would stop and they would have lunch. Then the bell would ring at the end of the day. That would mean that they could finish work for the day. So these bells would go off right throughout the communities and people would use them as a way of knowing because no one had clocks per se. So they'd hear the bell and then go, it's time for smoko or it's time for lunch, or whatnot. But what, what we discovered is that the early church started to use these bell chimes as prompts during the course of the day to pray. The early church started to use the prompts of the bell as a way of reminding them to stop in their day and start to take some time to pray. Powerful thought. Powerful thought. The Jews in the Old Testament would find that they scheduled prayer times. They set times during the course of their day to pray. There were fixed hours. The Bible tells us about Daniel in the Old Testament. He said that he kneeled and he prayed three times a day. In the morning, in the uh, lunchtime period, and then in the evening as well. Amen. In fact, we see this scripture here in Psalm 119, 164. It says about David, it says, Seven times a day I praise you. David had a scheduled time of prayer every day. Time Cut, cut out time dedicated to stop to remember what God has done for us remember who God is remember the plan that God has for us and take the time to pray and you might be thinking this morning I'm just too busy to do that we're going to show you how you can do that this morning amen in fact I didn't know that this but clocks were invented to make time for prayer we just think that the you know, clocks today are just our new trendy device that we've got. And you've got the iPhones, today, excuse me, the um, Apple uh, watches today. Anyone got an Apple watch? Got a few Apple watches in the house. We think that the clocks were invented just to make our lives speedier and make us rush. No, clocks were invented for worship so that everyone would know what time it was to pray. Hallelujah. Are you praying throughout your day? 
So today we're going to learn. We're going to learn a way to pray through our day, and it's based on the seven pillars of the Lord's Prayer. Amen? The Lord's Prayer. If you've been going through uh, the DVD teaching from last week and the week before, it's all been based upon how do you pray through the Lord's Prayer. I said last week when I was growing up, um, I thought the Lord's Prayer was just a prayer that you prayed. If you sinned really badly, you were given three Hail Marys and four Our Fathers in Heaven. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive not our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. For thine is the... Uh, oh, I forgot the last part, Steve, sorry. So I used to pray it like that and think that that's how I was meant to pray it. No, the last couple of weeks we've been breaking it open and seeing that it's a whole way of prayer. It's not just praying it like that, but each of them is a prompting about a different area that God wants us to come to Him in prayer with. So the Lord's Prayer is not simply a prayer to be prayed. It's a model for life. In fact, when Jesus gave us the Lord's Prayer, He said you should pray like this. Notice this. He didn't say you should pray this. He said you should pray like this. So that's what we've been learning about the Lord's Prayer. And today I want to share with you a pattern of prayer that you will help, help you throughout your day. It's a simple pattern that you can use. And uh, for me, I've set it up on my iPhone as a reminder. Amen? Throughout the course of the day, in the morning I get a reminder, in mid-morning I get a reminder, at lunchtime I get a reminder, at mid-afternoon I get a reminder, and at the evening I get a reminder as well to prompt me. Does that mean that I pray every time I get the reminder? No, because sometimes I just can't stop the conversation, but it's certainly helping me to get into that pattern of coming to God on a daily basis during the course of my day, reminding me how important it is that I need to be praying throughout my day. So I want to share them with you this morning. Um, number one, the number one, the first place to start your prayer is that when you wake up in the morning, you get up with gratitude. Num first thought, we wake up in the morning, we get up with gratitude. Before you get out of bed, before you have breakfast or anything else, you should start being grateful to God and telling Him everything that you are grateful for. Amen. What a way to start your morning. What a way to start your morning. You can get up growling, you can get up grunting, you can get up groaning, or you can choose to get up with gratitude. In fact, doctors have discovered that the single healthiest emotion known to us is an attitude of gratitude. It actually makes us healthier uh, and mentally and emotionally and physically puts us in a better place when we start to wake up with an attitude of gratitude. And I've been doing it during the week, putting on my phone a thank you list. Amen. And in the morning, just taking the time to look at the list. Because, you know, you can wake up feeling cranky. You can wake up groaning. Oh, I'm going to work tomorrow. You can wake up thinking, oh, all this stuff that I've got to do. But I just find it's great in the morning to have an attitude of gratitude, to grab out your list, put it beside your bed. If you've got your phone, put it on your phone and just take a few moments before you look at the news feed because that'll make you depressed. Before you look at Facebook, that'll probably make you feel envious of someone. Before you look at anything else, wake up tomorrow morning and look at your gratitude list, all this stuff, and guarantee that will set you in good. In fact, doctors and psychologists say that what enters our thoughts in the first eight minutes of waking sets the tone for the rest of our day. What we think about in the first eight minutes of waking 
sets you up for the rest of the day. So if you wake up and you shake that, oh, I'm tired off or whatever it might be, whatever the case may be, if you shake that off and spend the first eight minutes just thinking about having an attitude of gratitude and thinking about all the good things in your life, just for eight minutes, that sets you up for the rest of the day. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you all. Go home. How good's that? So the first thought in the morning, I have on my phone, I get up with an attitude of gratitude. It just says, attitude of gratitude. First little reminder during the course of the day. And um, then look at the list. Wow, that's just an amazing list. I thank God for Jesus. I thank God for my wife. I thank God for my children. I thank God for the church that I'm a part of. I thank God for the home that I live in. I thank God for the incredible gift of fishing that's upon my life. I mean, I go on and on and on and on and on about the lists of stuff. Just kidding. But for you as well, the first eight minutes sets the tone for your whole day. So that's the first reminder. That's the first thing. The second thing is this. Number two, I bless God's name at breakfast. I bless God's name at breakfast. You might be thinking, Shane, where on earth are you going with that? Well, we're going to find out in a moment's time. But I get up with an attitude of gratitude. The next little reminder at breakfast time is I bless God's name at breakfast. Why is that important? We're going to discover. What does it mean to bless? It means to honor. It means to give respect. It's to give praise. The word uh, in a theological setting uh, is adoration. We adore God. We bless Him. We praise Him. That's the second phrase of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven. We come to God and we say, God, you are a good God. We, we can thank you for all that you've done for us. And here's the number two thought there. He says, number two, hallowed be your name. Matthew chapter 16, verse 9. That means holy. I'm going to respect your name. I'm going to honor your name. I'm going to praise your name. I'm going to adore your name. That's the second thing that we do after we get up with an attitude of gratitude, get out our little list. Then we have that second thought there where we bless God's name at breakfast. Now, what's the big deal about blessing God's name? What? Hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. What's the big deal about that? Well, there's something very significant for us. If you read through the Psalms, it's mentioned over 80 times. It says things like, bless the name of the Lord, praise the name of the Lord, give thanks to the name of the Lord, exalt the name of the Lord. Listen to this thought here in Psalm 9:10. Those who know your name trust in you. Lord, you have never abandoned those who truly seek you. Listen to that. There are many, many names of the Lord in the Bible. And the truth is this. The more names of the Lord that we understand, the more, more of the, uh, God's names, the more that we start to understand his character. On the way here this morning, as I was almost tempted to do the U-turn and get the boat, it was a big school of fish, Steve, huh? It was massive. Thousands of birds. Anyway, that means nothing to most people. But. but I started to reflect on Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Started just to, just to think about the name of the Lord. So at breakfast time, we think about the name of the Lord. And as we start to think about the names of the Lord, pick one, whatever it might be, as we start to think about his name, it starts to help us to understand his character, that God is good. And that's the second prompt second reminder that helps us pray during the day at breakfast time we think about the names of the lord amen hallelujah 
The more names of God that we know, the more of His character we'll understand and the more we want to pray. Amen? I hope you're getting something out of this this morning because I absolutely think this is just life-changing. If you do it, if you commit to it, if you start to learn it. Number three. Third thought is this. At mid-morning, morning tea, we remember what matters most. We remember what matters most matters most we just stop we take the time to pause Uh, we might have morning tea break we might decide to go for a walk go to the restroom you can pray in there but we remember what matters most we say God help me to get the big picture so many of us get caught up in all the small stuff in life but it's so important number three at mid-morning we stop to remember what matters most because many of us we get down in the weeds of life and we lose direction and we need to pause and pray and say God thank you this is what matters most may your kingdom come and may your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven listen to it again Jesus said, may your kingdom come and may your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. So at mid-morning, I remember what matters most. And this is the principle of dedication. I want you to write this down this morning or just remember it for yourself. When we, at mid-morning, we remember what matters most. I align myself with God's purpose and plans for my life. You will be your happiest you when you align your life with God's plans and purposes for your life. And Wednesday night, while we were watching that teaching it just so struck me again that without prayer i will not be aligning my life to god's plan but with prayer i will automatically align my life to the plans that god has for my life so i align myself again with god's purpose and god's plan i remind myself that there's a whole bigger thing prayer aligns with me so i start with gratitude i bless the name of the lord i remind myself of god's purpose and then number four at lunchtime you can you can choose to do this i list my needs i come to god with my petitions with the things that are worrying me are concerning me in fact it says the next part it says give us this day our daily bread give us our day our daily bread that's the fourth phrase of the lord's prayer Give us our day, our daily bread. What's bread? Can be many things. Revelation from the Word of God. The bread represents potentially represents everything that you may need. It represents money. In fact, people often call uh, money bread. Have you got any bread on you? I don't know why we say that, but people do say that. It could represent money. It could represent resources. It could represent anything but it's coming to God and asking God for the things that I might need and first thought is this I ask God at at lunchtime whenever it may be during that part of the day to remind myself I ask God I ask God I ask him for anything that I need Jesus said you can ask for anything in my name John chapter 14 verse 13 so I can ask God for those things that are concerning me those things that are bothering me those things that are worrying to me that's the first thing and the second thing in this point is i can take the time to ask for what other people might need as well you might have a friend that needs something you might have a family member that's struggling who needs something you can pray for them in fact the bible says in first samuel chapter 12 verse 23 he says i'd be sinning against the lord if i failed to pray for you amen i'd be sinning against the lord if i fail to pray for you so the first thing is i can bring my needs to god personally and the second thing i can bring the needs of others to god and i'm not talking about spending the hour 
just a few moments just to pause and stop and say, well, God, what are my needs today that are important to me? What are the needs of others around me as well that I can stop and take the time to pray? Love this verse of Scripture, almost done this morning. It says in Philippians, it says, Don't be anxious about anything, but instead in everything, by prayer and petition, petition is asking God, uh, making a list before God with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus bring by prayer and petition petition is asking God hallelujah so I stop and I present my needs to God I had a funny one during the week I many many weeks ago I made the fatal mistake of deciding to sell a boat and in and in the midst of deciding to sell a boat I started to look for a boat wrong thing to do because I ended up buying a boat while I still owned a boat. <laughs> For any guys out there, take my advice, don't do it. <laughs> but I, I had this boat, um, and I look back in hindsight, I'm just so thankful to God for the new boat that he provided for us. It's the bomb. I'm just so in, uh, blessed by what he's provided for us. Uh, a story with that won't tell you. But I've been anxious feeling a little bit burdened about having this other boat um like it's just it's a sin to have two boats it must be like one boat's okay but two boats is just sinful and uh, i've been just stressed out about it and oh what am i going to do and so in the early part of this week i think it was around tuesday i prayed a prayer i said and some of us we think we can't go to god with the stuff that's worrying us because it's not spiritual enough hello but I simply went to God. I said, Father, I am just stressing about this boat. Um, we're going to Vanuatu. Christmas is coming up. Father, I ask you to send someone uh, that will really enjoy the boat, uh, for, for a family preferably. Um, this is what I'm wanting to get for the boat. Father, I just pray that. Would you do that this weekend in Jesus' name? Amen. So that was Tuesday. So Thursday night, I get a phone call from a guy in Sydney long story short he comes down saturday morning he's got two young teenage boys they're looking for a family boat lovely family and uh, he purchases the boat and drives off well all day i'm just so happy i'm just like what do you want for christmas sure no problems <laughs> just, we'll just give it to you well, you know god gave to me so we'll just give to you <laughs> but sometimes we don't think you know it says that don't don't get anxious about anything but instead in everything by prayer and petition petition is asking god making lists so at lunchtime set a reminder up to spend two or three minutes just seeking god and asking for those things that you need and asking for the things that others might need as well number four number four very important one as we're just about done number four i ask for forgiveness in the afternoon mid-afternoon i have a reminder on my phone it makes me stop and reflect on my life i talk to god in the afternoon i say lord is there anything in my life that is concerning to you i just take a moment just to look in because uh, it says there in the lord's prayer it says forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us psalm 139 search me O god and know my heart try me and know my thoughts see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way of the everlasting i admit my sins and i forgive others who have frustrated me or discourage me as well listen to this thought this morning there's no rational reason for carrying around guilt just confess your sins to god just come to god and confess your sin but mid-afternoon stop and pause 
and ask God. I don't know. And maybe I sin every day in some way. Word, thought, action. But sometimes we don't take the time every day just to say, God, anything within me that you're, you're displeased with. It doesn't have to be a long prayer, but just a short prayer just to help us. So number four, ask God for, uh, for forgiveness in the afternoon. Number five, this is the fifth thing, just around dinner time, we ask God to help us make wise decisions. Ask God to make, help us to make wise decisions. Listen to this, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Some of us, we get tempted through the TV shows that we watch. We get tempted potentially through the computer screen. There's many temptations. Some of us, our temptation may be food. We need to pray and ask God to help us to make wise decisions. Amen. And then the last thought, the last little prompt on my phone that's been so helpful is number six, I end my day with an encouraging truth. I end my day with an encouraging truth. So up on the phone, it comes encouraging truth. That starts to help me to realize that I need to look for a scripture or some of the promises from the Word of God. But listen to this promise, the last part of the Lord's Prayer, because this is so encouraging. If you go to bed thinking about this, it says, uh, verse 13, For your, yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I mean, if you think of that verse of Scripture there and remember what it means, you go to sleep a whole lot better because it says three things. Number one, God is in control. Number two, this is not the end of the story. And number three, the third thing, it says God and His family win in the end. If you read this book and you go to the last part, the last chapter, we see that God wins and we're with God, so we win. Amen. And it reminds you how incredible the plan is of God. It's an encouraging truth to go to bed with. You know, many people, they go to bed watching the, the late night, night news reel or something else. What a terrible way to go to bed. All that negativity, all that rubbish. In fact, I love this quote. Um, if I could have the band come back up, that would be great. I love this quote by Corey Ten Boom. She says this, If you look at the world, you'll be distressed. If you look within, you'll be depressed. If you look to Christ, you will be at rest. It all depends on who you're looking at. Amen. So your kingdom come uh, and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I really want to encourage you this morning, not just to hear these thoughts this morning about how to pray through the day. You could leave this place today and just be exactly the same. And I'm encouraging you this morning. This is not about, you know, just setting up 25-minute blocks of prayer all during the day. It might be just 30 seconds. It might be just a minute. It might be three minutes at lunchtime where you set yourself a reminder to say, I'm going to stop and bring my needs to you, God. It might be a little reminder on your phone mid-afternoon to say, God, I need to stop and uh, search my heart to make sure that there's nothing within me that's offensive to you. Or it might be just to spend four or five minutes or 20 minutes at the end of your day reflecting on the goodness of God so that you go to bed ready to wake up with an attitude of gratitude. Amen. The truth is today the choice is ours. Amen. I'm loving it. It is such an encouraging thing to do. And it's all based around the Lord's Prayer again. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. 
Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Powerful. Thank you, Steve. Wonderful.